Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey everyone, welcome to the Redmen TV. It is the build-up show for Liverpool vs AC Milan. I'm Paul Machen, Declan Carr and Ross Chanley join me in the studio for the countdown on this one. Yeah, Champions League uh, action is about to come to an end. Take a hiatus until February. Um, Liverpool, we know, already qualified for the round of 16 and top of the group as well. But there is the little matter of sorting out second and third and therefore fourth place in this group, which is not really our concern, but we'll talk about about that in a bit more in a moment uh, plenty to get through we're going to be uh, talking about AC Milan we're going to be talking about who's likely to line up for the Reds a little bit later on uh, we've also got a live draw very shortly uh, for two days of our advent calendar giveaways our club legend advent calendar giveaways more details on that in a bit as well but yes um, Ross it is the biggest least important game of football in ages yeah I'm very jealous I'm not there to be honest Paul mm. when it came out of the calendar you think oh San Siro iconic stadium um, unfortunately size there getting some coverage for us so that, that, that'd be good I'm very jealous of him but um, yeah I'm very torn between what my, my thoughts of last game of going just play the kids and the canteen staff and all those jokes and turns out Paul that Jurgen Klopp was right and he knows what he's doing and yeah. it worked out quite well that you've got to maintain momentum and keep people happy and keep them within rhythm so I don't, I'm in two minds still whether what I'd do for the, for this game obviously like you said it's still in between all the other sides what happens I don't think Klopp thinks like we do in sense of Fuck it, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the integrity of the game, which I think he's mentioned, which we all thought was just a, a mouthpiece and a clip, I think he actually means it. Yeah, no, he does. Uh, but there's also a degree to which Deck, he, he'll do whatever he wants to do. And there is a lot still riding on this group. I mean, the fact that AC Milan can still finish second in the group is mad when you when you think about it. But this is the, the issue that's going to be faced is the same one as the Porto one. It's go. It's a competitive game of football. We're all sat back going, "Well, Liverpool are done and dusted." But you know, but there's bigger fish to fry as far as the Reds are concerned. But AC Milan, I've got it's it's a do or die game of footy. They've got they they've got between no more European football, Europa League, and a Champions League last sixteen place potentially up for grabs here. So they're going to go for it. And if we don't match that, it's not even about losing. It's about what it does to the players who are on on the field as much as anything else. Yeah, I think if we feel the second string side, we could probably still win though. Like, if you'd have, like, say, like the likes of Simakas and um, Minamino and Origi, mm-hmm. say, playing, but you still have, like, say, Salah, because he seems to be, I don't want to touch, touch words, injury, injury proof, really. Every <laughs> show. Oh, you could have, there was the ways to phrase yeah, that. Probably, right. probably, probably put fucking jigs on him now, but. He's fit and firing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think, like, you don't want to get rid of Salah's momentum though he seems to be yeah. in that good form that he's probably the one you keep in and he wants the golden booth yeah in probably in every competition wants the Ballon d'Or don't you come on yeah. I said the other day yeah. you think he can win it one day I did write the week he can't win in 2022 I think the international tournament bias and stuff is too much but mm-hmm. if he gets a golden booth in both and then wins one or two he might but the other thing as well just think of what mood you're in on the 90th minute against Wolves like oh, it was horrible, I and mean, two two for two moves in between five minutes could not be further apart. Now mm-hmm. we're saying it's a. I know that's a Premier League game, and a lot ride, was riding on it, and Chelsea lost and all that stuff. But 
the players won't think like that. Like the momentum and what they've got and their belief in like I don't want to go to Wednesday and go, oh, we've lost the game and then go, oh, it doesn't matter because it does. You know, no one wants to lose. I mean, it's just a, just a horrible feeling. So why not keep that happiness around by putting another game to bed and going? Actually, we got we won six and six. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that, and that, and that that's the the tricky thing. We talked about this because a lot of the conversations we had pre Porto, I think, just apply just as much here. Obviously, the fact that it's away makes a slight difference. I don't think Jurgen wants to go to wants to lose the luster of Anfield, you know. Whereas an away game gives you a bit more of a free hit because you know you're not losing any home records and you're not you're not damaging. The mentality of fifty thousand people who've travelled to watch a game of football be played, you know, for your, for and your players want to play in that stadium as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it's it's you've got to be careful because if they're fighting for this and we we put players out there who aren't properly motivated for it, you run the risk of people getting hurt, and that's that's something that needs to be said. And this is where you you know, so if you say, oh, it's only oh, it doesn't matter. And it's a 50-50 and you don't match a 50-50 with 50% of the of the of the intensity, you know what I mean, or whatever. You run the risk of injury and damage, and you again you're then hurting yourself for, for down the line. So Liverpool need to make sure that they put a side out. And this might actually we don't know what that means, because it might mean a slightly weaker side. But a more motivated side is actually more important almost in this game than, than putting our best 11 on the pitch. If there's a handful of them thinking, I just need to make sure I'm right for Aston Villa at the weekend. I think, as you say, it's like a balance. You've got to kind of strike. But I think it could be a good thing playing some of the, like, I want to say second string, but obviously they're all they're all good players, like the likes of Simakas and Origi and stuff. It's like they're motivated. If they get that game, they're like... Well, I can get a place in this idea if I if I perform that good yeah. against obviously in my landslide. We're going for second. We probably probably are a club that warrants the knockout of the uh, European Cup. Well, I, I, but it goes both ways, doesn't it? Because yeah. the people that are, that say, for example, first teamers. I'm not saying that the ones that played um, at the weekend and, and Everton and stuff like that. They want to keep their place. Mm-hmm. So he says he wants to play this game. But yeah, fucking, I'm I'm playing it because I know we'll look over my shoulder. Yeah. You know, we're getting people coming back from, you know, like Cicada and Bobby's coming back and all those other players and Simcast, like you mentioned before. If they do put a shift in, well, then you've, your, your attitude alone has lost you a place inside potentially for the weekend. Yeah, like if I'm um, Joel Matup, say, and uh, Kanate, say, he comes in and has a, has a belt a game, Kanate might get the nod in the league, then it's like, as you say, yeah, you've lost, you've kind of lost your place then. Yeah, no, yeah. it is, and that's a good thing. There's, there's, we're, at the pe- we're at the point of the season where hunger's still high. And Divock Origi, I think, typifies that from the weekend where. Looks like he's maybe slipped down the pecking order behind Minamino in the last couple in the last couple of weeks, and Minamino's done a good done a good job in coming in, and now both of those lads are in a position where they'll be they'll be chomping at the bit to get a game, and particularly with Afghan coming up, you know they're, they're both going to be needed in January, and you know I remember Chris's point, I think that was the other week, I think that was in the build up to the Porto game, but he made the point about starting to get these lads prepped and ready to go. This represents that. A couple of things that are might inter- that are quite interesting just in terms of how it might influence Liverpool's lineup, which we'll go into more depth on in part two, but this is the team that Liverpool started with uh, against AC Milan at Anfield earlier on in the season. Um, it was Alisson in goal, it was a back four of Trent, Matip, Gomez, Robertson, uh, Fabinho, Henderson, Cater as the midfield three, Salah, Origi, Jota. So obviously we know that Jürgen's not beyond putting Divock Origi in against AC Milan first and foremost he did it in the home game it stands to reason that he might be more than capable of doing it um, in the San Siro the only other thing that that comes closest to referencing this one 
Ross is, and you go on about this quite a lot, and have done for the last year, is the team we picked against Midgerland last year. Dead rubber. Campaign, you know, we, we'd already secured progression to the last 16. And I, I think we do talk about this because it's the game where Diogo Jota gets injured and then misses three months of the season. So we, I've got the team there. We had Kelleher in goal. It was um, Costa Shimakas. Fabinho, Reese Williams, Trent Alexander Arnold as the I completed the back five. Takumi Minamino, Leighton Clarkson, and Naby Keita as the midfield. Jota, Origi, Salah was the front three. Um, and just out of interest in terms of the bench, obviously uh, Bobby and Mane were there and came on. Hendo came on and Robbo and, and even Billy Cometio got a couple of minutes at the end of that game as well. Um, there's a chance that we do something a bit more yeah. like that this but, time around. Yeah, again, it's to balance it that I mentioned before because there's those players that if they don't get game time and not in a game, it doesn't matter. But there's an opportunity to play those fringe players to maintain their fitness because you know you mentioned what Kelleher in there, Morton probably, Ox, Origi, Taki, all those sorts of players. Maybe Simicast at this point now mm-hmm. because Robertson's come back in. If they don't start this one, then is it going to be another two, three weeks before they before they do start? You might a game find one or two get a game, but I think yeah, yeah. particularly when you've got uh, that Leicester League Cup quarter final coming in a couple of weeks just before Christmas, you'd expect big changes for that one. You've got an opportunity. That's probably your next opportunity after this to make more than three deliberate changes to your team. So it might be a worthwhile thing where we might not reap the benefits today, or sorry, on Tuesday, certainly on Tuesday, but. You 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 maybe tip the balance too far in terms of changes, but it means that those lads are just a little bit more ready when it comes to the, the Leicester game. I think there's five players who I think get in the team every week, like for a full for a full strength game. Mm-hmm. I think that's Salah, Thiago, Trent, Allison, Van Dijk. I think all the rest are obviously kind of interchangeable. Obviously, Joseph. Oh, sorry, yeah, completely forgot about Fabinho. Yeah, he obviously Henderson. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. I think, <laughs> obviously, I think like Henderson can be rotated. He's getting on a bit. He's a bit kind, be injury prone. I suppose Thiago can too. But I think the way Thiago is playing at the minute yeah. is just sensational. So I think he's undroppable. But I think the other positions are quite like, like rotatable in a way. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think I'd keep out like the likes of Trent and Thiago and Salah and stuff. And obviously, like take you to set as many of your essentials yeah. out. I guess. Yeah, I think like obviously, if we lose lose Thiago, Trent, and Salah, I think they're the most important three. We said, I'm obviously probably Fabinho. Mm-hmm. We've got we quite lose, a lot of important yeah, players when you start. Yeah, I think there's an argument that goes. There's, there's four that if I think if you lose your league season's fucked. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. No, I, I think so, I don't think it's a bad point, and it's something that we you know he definitely needs to insulate. But there's also a point where. Everyone now plays. I mean, this is the last week, isn't it? Where before everyone starts playing two games a week, mm-hmm. the pressure. There's a big pressure on the Aston Villa game, you know, particularly because we got how, how close a run thing the Wolves was. So I do wonder whether we will go a little, if nothing else, we might go a little weaker than we than would normally. Yeah, percent. But from here on in, you can do whatever you want because everyone's in the same boat. Every team in the Premier League is in the same boat from Sunday. Or from from the weekend onwards, where it's two games, it's a game every yeah, three or four days. The ones that been knocked out the Carabao Cup already, but I think there's I think there's an argument to say we'll go stronger in that than we will do for this mm. because it's a quarter final and it's a game that yeah. that, 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 that matters, yeah, but that matters, yeah, yeah. so to speak. So yeah, I think with Aston Villa, Newcastle, Spurs on the horizon, uh, and because it's so tight and it's so close, and we saw teams around us, and I said this last week, can drop points. 
you've got to be ready to capitalise and you need your strongest team for that for me yeah let's have a quick look at the uh, Serie A table and just to get a feel for AC Milan currently riding high at the top of the league a point ahead Ooh. of City rivals Internazionale uh, and two I've just got the most hipster pronunciation I apologise what a bellend uh, two <laughs> points ahead of Napoli and um, four ahead of Atalanta down in fourth um, but yeah Where's inconsistent Juve fifth. fifth mate uh, 11 points behind them which is mad um, yeah the last five has been a little bit inconsistent they've won the last to drew uh, lost two before that and drew the one before that so yeah not um, completely unbeatable by any stretch and I, I, I guess my reading of AC Milan from playing them was and like they, they gave us a hell of a game at Anfield yeah. in the end but we were miles better than them apart from, until we got a bit complacent yeah. they're the be- if they're the best team in Italy and I kind of have this with Atletico it's going to be interesting to see how much we can change here can we check, can we make Porto? Can we make heavy changes and still be better than the best team in another country? I certainly hope so. And that, that work complacency, I like to think we've learned from that. You know, obviously, <laughs> you can shut West Ham and Brighton in there as well for, for that that reason. But those players that are out on the pitch need to knock that on the head as well. And it'd be interesting to see the likes of maybe James Miller might start this game for that leadership and to make make sure everybody is is concentrating. But mm-hmm. to your point, you know, we I think we did it when we won the Champions League. Did not beat the best team in like Spain, Portugal. Well, you end up, all, you almost stuff. always end up doing that, don't you? Yeah. Because that's the in nature, fact, the quality in, of the teams in, in, that are in, in the league. When we won it in 05, you not beat like Juventus with the best team. In, yeah, we beat like, the champions yeah. elect of like yeah, of every, every, almost every yeah. country in, in, yeah. in Europe <laughs> on, on the way to winning that. And, but, and then no one, if we win this, like I don't think anyone does anyway, but when the draw comes out next, was it next Monday the 13th? Mm. No one wants Liverpool. No, you're right. I don't think anyone wants us either way, but it's nice. It, this is what well, kind of what Porto did for me psychologically. We obviously made a few changes for that to still be able to just win that relatively comfortably I thought was another one where it's a flex it shows the world that if you could, if you can make four or five changes to your 11 and still have a really good competitive game of football against a very good side who are clearly far more in need of the win then Jesus Christ you know like what, who, who stop because to the point you've beaten the Spanish champions already twice this, you know, AC Man could win Serie A this season because the top of the league, it's perfectly they're perfectly capable of doing that from here. Yeah, that, that really just, does speak to our quality. It's not a concern, but I would, I would say if we make it like a heavily rotated side, what message does that send to AC Man? Because I think when you're lining up, at, you know, in, on the pitch and you, you're facing Van Dijk and Fabinho and all those players that you mentioned before, that's like oh, fucking hell. Well, where is it? Like, you know, no offense to these players at all, by the way. But if AC Man looking, oh, it's Callagher and Nico Williams and and Nat Phillips and all these players. There's a psychological edge there of going, okay, we're not, we're not facing those those big lads. You almost yeah. give them like a, a boost of going, like, well, we're not taking you seriously or whatever. The one thing that we're going to have to face off against potentially is serial football bores, Latan Ibrahimovic, who I find the most tiresome human being uh, outside of the Conservative Party uh, on planet, certainly in football. And like, bear in mind, I've been in uh, award ceremonies where Gordon Taylor's done speeches, and uh, Jesus Christ. Um, sure. But like, Oh my god! It's just like don't take the microphone off him. But Zlatan, I just again, it's it's it, it, the jokes. The joke isn't funny anymore. Like honestly, but he, if he does play or Giroud plays, I think it's an interesting test. Um, you know, he's, he's been in and out. I mean, he's he's a thousand years old at this point, so he's obviously going to be going to be in and out. They've got good players there. Brahim uh, Diaz has, has, has probably been their, their other best player so far this season in terms of goals and, and assists as well. As we said, Giroud's in there. Zlatan's in there. If we choose to rotate defensively, it's a big... If someone like Kanata is an example, like, what a wonderful test for him. 
You know, I, yeah. I've no doubt Van Dijk and Matip can handle them, but to give Canate that and go, go on, mate, go and see how you can go up against some of the you know historically best strikers in the game. Brilliant. I think it's a shame Gomez isn't isn't for it, is he? I know it it it, it feels like yeah, he, he, yeah. he's back. I think he's he's on the fringes of it, but I do would yeah, I, I would could be crucial for the yeah. for the like for obviously like you said, there's a lot of fixtures in a coming thick and fast. Like mm-hmm. Villa, I think it was Villa, Newcastle, Tottenham, Leicester mm-hmm. in the cup. Yeah. I'd love I'd love the Gomez Canati partnership for this one and just give it hand them that. Yeah, trust. yeah. I think if Gomez can come back anywhere near the level he was. It's scary for the rest of the movies fighting for the place with really. Yeah, no, definitely. Can I play big nut and he can headbutt the lion out the stadium? Oh where my god! Now <laughs> Phillips up against Latan Ibrahimovic and us getting a clean sheet might be more sweet than anything. Even if we only draw that nil nil. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. I'd, I think I'd probably <laughs> prefer that. What's <laughs> <laughs> Latan? Just like that, Phillips can start referring to himself in the third person. <laughs> yeah, the man, the man who conquered Latan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred oh, percent. And we can change that, like him in the uh, the Brazy picture of holding the Ballon d'Or yeah. up, and we Holden's, can change that, like Latan's head. Magic. Right, we are going to talk about Liverpool's eleven and who we think should definitely be playing in this game uh, after the very short break that we have, Lumen. Anyway, we've got a trivia question, uh, which I in no way hastily shit out. Um, name Milan's starting eleven from the Istanbul game. Simple as that. I'll check you back in a minute. Hey everyone, Mate here. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free and you want more, then my word, you can have more on the redmentv.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week, as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears. The redmentv.com, sign up there today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, welcome back. You might have noticed on the end of that that it said the free month code is there. The free month code has stopped, unfortunately. But... But fear not, we've got a wonderful thing going on right now. Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to give you the trivia answer, and then we're going to do a live draw for Sunday and today's giveaway prizes because we're waiting here on Sunday. It's double bubble today, and we're going to give you a little look at what uh, tomorrow's will be as well. But the trivia question, gents, was name AC Milan starting 11 from Istanbul 2005, the Ataturk Stadium. Can we go, there? Go on, I'll have a go. Go on. In gold, either. Yeah. I'll do the right back in a minute because it's completely gone out of it. Cafu, yeah, Cafu. How's that gone out of it? Stam. Yep. Nesta. Yep. Maldini, left back. That's right. Catuso. Yep. Pirlo. Yep. Kaka. Yep. Crespo, Shevchenko. And you're missing a midfielder. Yeah. Who am I missing? He was substituted out for Serginho in the 85th minute. Just clue. That was a great clue. 
Really wasn't. Saved off. Clarence saved off. Oh, yeah, I was going to miss off. You said it wasn't a great clue. You got it straight away. Yeah, if you got John Dahl Thomason or Rui Costa, you were incorrect because they both came on as substitutes. Thomason for Crespo and Rui Costa came on for Gattuso. That's it. One of the world's best sides ever. Yeah. What was the result of that game? Genuine. Liverpool won uh, on penalties after 3 3 draw after extra time. I thought we had and like Vladimir Smeeter and Milan Varos in that side. the uh, <laughs> fifth of the European Cups. Yeah. There you go. Um, right, Sam, you got that. You're brilliant. Well done. Have, I hope you're having a wonderful day and that should have improved it immeasurably. Um, right, yes, uh, as mentioned in the break, uh, we have got 25 days worth of giveaways for our Club Legend subscribers on Redmen Plus. Uh, those people go over to the RedmenTV.com, join as a Club Legend, not only get access to all of the content on there, but yeah, we've been doing near daily prize draws. We have had uh, loads of our Christmas sweatshirts to give away. We've got two prizes we're going to draw for now. They are, gentlemen, if you would like to show them, the Divokarigi Christmas Time um, Blues Cryassing Red Men Sublime um, Jumper and uh, the author signed edition of our Hendo 10 book as well. Uh, if you are a Club Legends subscriber, uh, then you are going to get your name onto the Wheel of Names, which I have pre prepared and ready to go. Should we do the first? Yep. What? Yeah, you're looking good, don't you? Thanks. Right, we're going to do it. We're going to spin it. It is spinning. Let's see what we have got. Oh! Scouts 101. Congratulations. Brilliant stuff. You are the winner of our Divock Origi um, Christmas sweatshirt. We'll be getting in touch with you to send you size and post its details over for that. Right, sound. Okay, that's number one done. Now we're going to do our second draw for the author-signed edition of our Hendo 10 book. This deck is expertly modelling there. Do you want to just give it a little page flick there, mate, so we can just see just how... I mean, that was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Um, it's a great book, and it is uh, up for grabs in our next prize draw. Right, uh, let's give it a click. Let's give it a spin. Off we go. Longer than you think. Oh, ninety-one! Congratulations! Very huge, massive, big congratulations to Durham ninety-one. There, um, yeah, you have just won yourself the author-signed edition of Hendo Ten Years of Red, uh, the incredible book that we produced uh, in honour of the skipper's decade at Liverpool Football Club. Um, yeah, those are those presents. We have got another prize tomorrow, which is being done live on the podcast. It is that. Um, we can get a little closer look uh, at the signed Michael Owen medal. So, yeah, I did an event with Michael Owen at the end of last season. Um, we got to sign a bunch of bits and pieces, but he has a football medal signed by former Liverpool centre-forward, Ballon d'Or winning Michael Owen. So that will be getting drawn on tomorrow's Redmen free podcast. So tune in for that or tune into our socials, of course, to keep up to date with everything that's going on uh, in case you were privy to all of this. Um, if you want to go over to the redmentv.com, as you can see, if you if you're watching this on YouTube right now, uh, we have got the competition running. Some amazing prizes there still to go. He's, there's a signed Michael Owen 
picture there there is a signed uh, Mona Nemer who is Liverpool's head of nutrition book and there is the sign Kenny Dalglish Liverpool framed signed yellow pinstripe uh, classic Liverpool away shirt signed by the king himself there's a signed Jordan Henderson print there's mugs books there's socks there's loads of amazing stuff so if you go over there uh, sign up uh, or upgrade your existing subscription from the club captain tier to club legend you're automatically put on the wheel entered into those daily draws and in addition to all the boss content and access to our club legend discord chat you get a chance to win amazing prizes uh, there's, o- there's over a thousand pounds worth of stuff that we're giving away through Christmas which is a bit stupid when I say it out loud <laughs> that we so, could just sell it we could literally just sell it all and man, you know and, and make ourselves a thousand pounds out of a boss Christmas party but no we're giving it away to club legends so, so yeah get involved with all of that good stuff uh, right let's crack on with the um, with the show and talk about the mighty beds Ross yeah I can't see how there's not heavy changes for this game. Yeah. Now the que- but the question is, is it Tyler Morton FC again? Because if he's good enough to start the games that he started already and be involved in the games that he's been involved in, it's a bit mad that he won't be. But we do have slightly more available players than we did when we played Porto a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I think the Tyler Morton FC thing before was just like a throwaway of just play all the kids where I don't think Tyler Morton FC is that and I think he put in a decent shift enough to, to warrant him starting these games like if he does start I'm not concerned I'm not worried it's not like a it's just a child just, just playing he's actually really good at football yeah. and, he, and he knows what he's doing I despite what I said earlier um, despite what I said can I just shock you yeah, despite what I said earlier I'm going to play the children no, I'm going to play the children but I think I think this like Dex said before if you make all side changes I think there's still enough there to go out and win there so I you know Keller wasn't available last time he is for this one I think I think he starts the centre-backs is, is hard because we don't know where people are up to and we said Joe Gomez is close and ready for this week but where they start the game is, is too soon I think the same for Bobby I think he said so he won't do that well. but and Keita but it's still a good opportunity we mention every time the amount of subs that you get to use so just, you know you can start with a rotated side but you can put Bobby in for half an hour you can put Gomez in for half an hour it's the added opportunity to build the blocks for them for, for the rest of, of of this month so I'd, I'd play, play Tyler Morton that's only if the youth team aren't playing because I know they have their competition to... Well, they will be playing, but it's where they, we, obviously we've not used them in that. We didn't use them against Porto. We used them in the main team against yeah. Porto. In fact, I've got the side uh, deck from, from the Porto game. Uh, just to refresh people's memories, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. The back four was Nico Williams, Joel Matib, Ibra, uh, Hima Kanate, and Costa Shimikas. It was Ox, Morton, Thiago as the midfield three, Salah, Takumi Minamino, Sadio Mane. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I know, I know we've got this like play the kids thing but Kay Gordon's not eligible and Mateusz Mazlowski's not, not eligible so there's two really exciting ones that you would do Elliot's injured and Curtis Jones is injured so you've not got when you get beneath them you're really starting to get into lads who are probably not just not at the level and then you, when you add into that Milner needs games in, in, in particular Oxley Chamberlain's now come out the side so he probably could do with coming back in there at some point my point I'm kind of driving it wouldn't shock me to see a similarish team to that maybe you swap Tacky will Tacky will come in for will come maybe move to the left and Divock will start instead of Mane or something thoughts yeah potentially I think the back five there was pretty much what we're going to go with in the San Siro I think Probably, obviously, you wouldn't have Allison in goal. I think, like Ross said, you'd have Kelleher. Mm-hmm. I think, but he wasn't fit last time, was he? So we obviously went with Allison. Yeah. But I think go with Kelleher this time and have that Necho, Matip, Kanate, and Simbacas back five. I think midfield. I'm not sure you risk Thiago or 
Fabinho, myself, I think, Morton, Henderson, and maybe Ox. Makes yeah. sense. Well, the fact that uh, Ross the Hendo comes off, you know, against Wolves, whereas, you know, Thiago and Fabinho finish it. So if you're going to go again on the one, the one who's, who's had the, the less, the slightly less minutes, but possibly but, towards that. But is that managing him for the rest of this month? You know, we, we all know of his injuries and going, well, just if we can take him off in a game where we can afford to, we don't need to play for this one. I'd go, I'd go more in Milner Ox yeah. for this one. These centre backs is interesting because. I was I was thinking Canate Phillips, but then if you're rotating so many centre backs, have you got a leader there or, or someone with experience at least? And in, that was in the, the back, issue back, with Canate and Matip. I yeah. thought against Porto was Matip's the senior centre half, but he's not naturally that. And I thought there was a couple of moments where he had to catch himself and be like, "Oh no, actually, I'm supposed to be the one who shouts at people when yeah. we're not in the line that we're meant <laughs> yeah. to." He shouts at everything in. else in the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. his own place, the sky, yeah, yeah, yeah. linesman, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant. But I mean, this is the problem. I think the Porto game was was the answer to the question of how many changes can you make to our first team and still be better than your opponents. There's a the, but there's a but there's a tipping point. The good thing that we've got going for us, deck is that it, you can use five subs. So if we actually really want to win this game, there's nothing wrong with, and again, kind of what we did last time out, Fabinho, Milner, Henderson, Robbo and Origi come into the Porto game off the bench. We've got, op- we actually have got options to do that. So you could start, I, I think that's a pretty decent shout, Morton, Ox and Milner as a midfield three. And if it's not quite working for you, well, you've given Jordan Henderson between 40 minutes and 60 minutes off and maybe then he could come into it. I think that kind of works as well for like keeping the levels up, keeping the fitness, yeah. but also like the match sharpness up because obviously missing a whole game is like sort of they're not going to be used to that because they're playing two a week next from the next week, like you mm-hmm. said. So maybe it is a good idea to do that. <laughs> Milner suspended. Thank you so much to our live comments. Oh, Christ, he clearly yeah. did uh, this because yeah, yeah. he wanted to have an extra few days off. Yeah, desperate to play yeah. against Villa. Clearly, so I right, okay, so stopped that out. Milner. I said Henderson. Yeah, that definitely. <laughs> okay, that takes Milner out of the equation. Thank you so much, live chat yeah. and all the hundred people who have just been screaming into their keyboards yeah. uh, live while we're here. Um, no Milner, does that mean... I'd still play him. Take the final, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 10 men, be fine. Um, okay, the Henderson, then. Yeah, yeah, Henderson, you ask Henderson to go again? Yeah, he got subbed off. Oh, Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, just, you know, I was just thinking ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I think we've worked that one out pretty, pretty well there. Um, yeah, I... I think you need to have a little bit of experience just running through it. The only other one for me is that I don't think Mo Salah will want to miss this game. And I did get that sense of Porto. Like, you got that feeling from him. Like, he'd, he told Jürgen, no, I'm playing. I'm playing here because I'm playing, I'm scoring. I'm, I'm happy for Sorry, sorry. But there's a bit where he, early on, there's a couple of 50-50s that he, he kind of shits out of. Because he's Jürgen's gone, you can do it, but don't get injured, lad. Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to bat you if you do. I wonder whether this is the game where Jürgen goes, no. I'm putting my foot down here. I know you want to get the golden boot, but there's more games. There's more games to come. Because bring it back to Payjack's point from last time. I want to. I, I, you want. He's not going to be here during January. He's not. Yeah. Yes, so yeah. you want to start playing your lads who are going to be, and there's not going to be loads of opportunities to do that. No, and the the way we always reference the Midland game is because someone got injured, and the Porto game was sound because okay, it was fine, and I don't want to be sat here on Wednesday morning. Again, go in. So I got injured and didn't need to play. You know how many times? How many times can you take that risk when you don't when you don't need to? Oh, no. Yeah, I know. I'm happy for him to play, but you want him to get injured 
in just for like a week or two in <laughs> can't go the tail end of December. Oh no, Hallow's injured. Why is Salah playing the Carabao Cup on his own? <laughs> um, go on. I think it's like he'll want to play obviously to, to maximise his, his goal tally or his yeah. assist tally at the end of the season. And I think maybe you do it, maybe you get the most out of him before he does go to AFCON. Because as you said before, if you take him out, then maybe he blanks the next game as well because he hasn't had that like... Maybe he's got a point to prove in, in Italy as well. You know, obviously he had a, he had a great mm. time up there, but like you know, he's still, I'm on the world stage now. Look how far I come. I think he, you know, I think he's got a point to prove in every game because he wants to win the Ballon yeah. d'Or. Yeah. So he wants to play in every game and he wants to do it on the biggest stage and going to the San Siro and doing it's a pretty big stage, regardless of how important we feel the game is from a Liverpool yeah. perspective. But I think this is one of those situations where Jürgen has to step in in, in the best interest to the player and the squad because. You're right, Salah's going away in January and possibly, maybe even the end of December. We don't know just yet exactly what that looks like. So, and you want to you want to manage him for the whole season, but he's going to play, he's, he's out of our control the second the end goes to the Egypt squad. You want to put your foot to the floor now and I want Salah available for us. You know, I want as much out of Salah in the what limited time we have until that point. So I'd be saying to Salah, I'm sorry, there's literally, I wouldn't even be taking him. I'd be leaving them at home for this one and letting him, letting him rest up, get as much back into them legs as possible and saying, you don't have this one, but you go flat out and maybe even consider him for the League Cup because if, you, if, you, if we really want the League Cup, if we really want to get to those semi-finals, then again, Play him in that because you don't know what he could because he could get injured at Afcon and we've decided to protect them in the build up to it. Yeah. Um, he does. This is the only game that and the and the Carabao Cup game are the only games he doesn't need to play in between now and and yeah. And, and, and if he does pick something up or he puts himself more into the red zone when he doesn't need to, yeah. it's great wanting the Ballon d'Or and the, and the Golden Boot. But if you if you put yourself in the red against AC Milan and you're not there for Tottenham, Newcastle, and Aston Villa, what's the point? I would. I wonder whether there's something here then where you go. Jota, Minamino, Origi, and I don't look. I don't think. I don't think they. I think they all weirdly kind of. They all play in the same positions for us, which is a little bit annoying. They all do a job in the nine, and they all do a job from the left. And I don't know. It's a bit. It's a bit of a mis. Yeah. Unbalanced there, but I'd probably go. Jota right, Tacky left, Divock middle. And then you can rotate them round a little bit if you need to, and say that there's our front. Obviously, Bobby to come back in again, who might actually he might yet be, you know, yeah. on the bench for this one, and get get these lads playing together, just to get a sense for it or a feel for it. Could I try something because, yeah. like I said, the, the the opportunity to do so was what this this and Leicester, and the pressure's going to be on them. So I mean, we, we need them fit as well. Funny enough. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you don't yeah. play them in case they get yeah. injured we had a couple of super chats in while we were uh, chatting earlier on Connor McMullen with the 449 thank you so much Connor it says Costa deserves a start also would give Origi a start uh, and Tachy etc yeah I, 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 I think Costas is nailed on for this I don't see any reason yeah. although you know look Robbo's back here and he's in good form but the, the, there's an argument that he's in He's now finding form because of that competition. So I think this is a this is a prime opportunity for Shimakas. There's loads of calls to play both in, in in a few games that I've seen. Like put one of them put one of them left wing. I wouldn't do that Ooh, myself, but a... but you put Robert. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a bit dodgy. <laughs> yeah, 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 because yeah. they might get injured or just because don't play them. I just think you don't need to play both. I think you've got op- you've already got options at left wing, haven't we? Really, we've still got we can, like... we, we do this because we obviously we've got no one like Salah, no one remotely you know in that league. No one has, <laughs> no one in the world has. <laughs> no. um, but obviously losing him and Mane, but to the point, we still got we have still got four other first team lads 
for those four or three places. Now, don't get me wrong, there might be a, a break glass solution down that left-hand side. If you're whipping balls in for Divock or something late on in the game, having Timakas's delivery yeah. and even from set pieces is not a bad, not a bad thing for that. Well, as I say to Taki as well, if you can't get him behind the left back, well, you've and got, but you've got yeah. Kate Gordon there. And I think he's more, like, you know, you've got. We'll want to get him game time. I think. I think we're a little unlucky just because he's not been registered at the club long enough, which is why he can't play in this yeah, game. But yeah. he'll definitely play in the League Cup, I'd yeah. imagine. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, we'll have to see on this end. Trick Josh as well, who won one of our um, prizes to the day. Check your emails, Josh. Yeah, email, Jeff, email. Um, so I would play for the result against AC that makes it most probable that Atleti don't qualify past the group stage <laughs> as yeah. the table pans out. Yeah, have an eye on the live scores and make sure that Atletico finish bottom of their uh, Champions League group would be absolutely <laughs> splendid yeah. for a number of reasons because also, you know, if Real Madrid and... Um, Barcelona managed to progress or, or going through the competition Atleti not having European football give them a bit more of a kicking in the league so they're a bit more fatigued when it comes to it whatever I was just checking they weren't in a 6 o'clock kickoff, or us for that matter as well neither are yeah yeah, it's uh, but no it's an interesting one you know what, what does the manager do and how does he you know how brave is he because there's just that that lingering Midland thing hanging over there where I don't know really what much more we could have done in that like the point is people remember like because Jota got injured and we shouldn't have played but he was our he was our fourth choice forward at that point he had to be rotated in and as we discussed earlier we'd made a lot of changes for that team so there's only so there's only so much you can do unless you're into a world where you're putting Milner in, in the front three you know, for that, just because he can. And Suspended Paul. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, yeah, yeah. But to the point of those things where you're just throwing bodies into positions for, for just to, just to, you put Nico Williams right wing, yeah. you know, and you put Milner right back, car because he's suspended. Yeah. It, I just don't want to live in a world where we're sat here, like I said, on, like on Wednesday morning, and like, we're still referencing Mitchell, which was what, two seasons ago? I don't like it. Season, but that, that's fine. Was it? Diogo Jota, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Season. Oh, my God. Time's yeah. such a mad thing these days. <laughs> I have no yeah, idea what's going on. Yeah, let's have a little look at how the groups uh, are panning out at the moment, uh, heading into the final uh, group where we. Group A, Man City and PSG have already secured their places and top and second in that group means PSG will be very much in the hat for us in the 16. As we see there, Liverpool, Porto, Milan and Atletico in that order in Group B. Ajax have absolutely smashed that group Steam everywhere. Uh, sporting uh, Bayern Munich, but we scrapping out uh, sorry, Bayern Munich. Dortmund are in a, in a world of hurt there. It seems incredibly unlikely that they'll get out of they that group. They can't, can they? I don't think. Yeah, they'd have to, they'd have to have a, a, a goal swing of something, something absolutely yeah. something insane to be even come close to that um, Real Madrid and Inter Milan are already out of Group D uh, Bayern oh, uh, okay. are out of Group E Barcelona could still finish third if Benfica get a, get a, get a result in that final game if I was Bayern I'd be playing everyone Lewandowski everyone because the chance to knock Barcelona out of the competition because yeah. obviously they're not as good as they used to be yeah. but it's, it, it, it's, it's a random competition, isn't it? Like yeah. anyone can. Yeah, definitely. That group, the group F there, Manchester United are through Villarreal or Atletico are technically young boys, although again, on goal difference, unlikely to be them in that one. Group G, Lille, Salzburg, uh, Sevilla and Wolfsburg. Any of those teams could actually get through and any of the teams could technically not as well. One of my group that is and Chelsea and Juve tied on 12 points at the top of Group H. It's Group G, the real group of death then? It 
it would appear so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the it, that is the most Europa League group there's ever been. Uh, Lille, Salzburg, Sevilla, Wolfsburg, and they're all scrapping out to find out who will be the Europa League team moving forward. The last shittest in this yeah, group. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So yeah, as we see in terms of the games, then the big ones to watch out for. Chelsea traveling to Zenit, I think, is a really good one for us. You know, given Ross, they're in that little sticky run of form oh, yeah. at the moment. They're through. Obviously, they'll want to finish top of the group. Just to finish top of the group, Juventus hosting Malmo. You'd imagine Juventus will piss that, although they're obviously not as good domestically this season. But the fact that Chelsea have to go all the way to Zenit and get kicked everywhere by Dejan Lovren is what I'm looking for here. Hopefully, this is a favour, yeah. In what I can guess will just be a snow-covered pitch. So not only is it fucking miles away. Or one of them mad plastic pitches. Yeah, it's just just basically cold. But that's one of the things that we look out for when as soon as the group games come out, like who are we playing and where is it? How far have we got to travel? What what day is it on? So it's not ideal for anyone. I know that they're they're already. I think they see the top of the group regardless of whatever happens. Mm -hmm. But they've still got a field of these decent team out there, haven't they? It's currently minus 17 in St. Petersburg. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ! You think, you think it's cold in Liverpool? It's a Chelsea team all in onesies. Jesus Christ! How is how is it anywhere that cold? Christ yeah. Almighty! Yeah, yeah fine. With that. Yeah, fine. Good luck. Good luck to them. Yeah. Who did they play, play afterwards oh. in the league? Oh, that's a good point. Actually, nice. yeah, have a look. Yeah, look sunny, sunny Southampton. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, good luck to them. Yeah, probably, yeah, they probably play Norwich again. Uh, oh. They have got uh, Leeds United at home on the Saturday. Oh, not, not an easy game. Hard right? pressing rubbish Leeds United. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting stuff. Definitely want to keep We're an eye out. For back though. On firing as well, he scored a bit of a lucky goal, obviously, but still scored. There you he go. just has to dance past some ice cubes <laughs> since you're off. And... Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, we, um, oh, yeah, Eth Shamble, Sal, I think he's talking about the Salah stuff here. He said, Paul, he can do a Coutinho and say, Here's his back and not send it to Afghan. This is the thing that we do this by the way, we need to be careful because Jürgen nearly got in trouble for this for, for an offhand uh, remark. Mohamed Salah wants to play in the African Cup of Nations. Like we convinced him not to go to the Olympics because he goes, it's football. Like you know I mean, don't don't bother your ass with the Olympics unless it doesn't matter. That's a small competition, go. Paul. No, no, no. But, yeah, it, yeah. but in terms of the football side of things, you know, it's yeah. an under twenty three tournament, isn't it? With a couple of with the overage players. Mohamed Salah wants to go and win the Afcon, and if he wants to win the Ballon d'Or, he's probably going to need to go and win the Afcon with Egypt as well. So you know, as much as we're going, oh yeah, you know, tell him to sack it off and all that, Salah will do it. I mean, look, Salah went to the World Cup with one arm. After the Champions League, you know, after after the Champions League final, so in Kiev, so yeah, uh, yeah, it, we can have a laugh about it, yeah, but not yeah. happening. Yeah, no, not happening. Um, and Stuart was be saying, Paul, when will your sweatshirt be back in stock? I don't know. I did not know it was out of stock, but uh, keep keep checking on redmanmerch.com for all that stuff anyway. Um, right, score predictions. What all? What all? Two one Liverpool. Yes. Got it off night. Two nil Liverpool. Nice. I feel bad now. No, you're a bad person. Yeah, uh, back on the reds. Yeah. Yeah, this is it's a mad one, this isn't it? Because Liverpool could well not win this game because AC Milan are good, as they've seen. You know, they've taken points where I don't think anyone expected them to at times. Um and they've got a lot to play for. But it'd be interesting one if Liverpool can if Liverpool can engineer a win here with a, a team that is at, at worst a best, I should say, gonna be as rotated as the Porto one, then like who's, I don't see who stops us in this competition because if if we can beat the best teams in Portugal, Spain, and Italy with a team with a second string team, pfft, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, let us know your score predictions in the comments section underneath. Uh, if you want more from us, do check out Redman Plus. Um, 
got so much stuff going on this week there is the Around the League show which will be live on Monday afternoon uh, there is the debate show on Wednesday morning where which is always good fun delving into some serious topics some light hearted topics but yeah always a good laugh Neil Jones is going to be in with us on Thursday as well giving his insights into all the stories around Liverpool Football Club we have got our Exploring the Derelict Melwood uh, feature that's just gone out uh, I went behind the scenes at Liverpool's former training camp uh, it's all overgrown and there's bits been pulled off the walls and stuff. if you like me I'm really I love urban decay I love stuff that had a purpose that doesn't have a purpose anymore like I desperately want to go to the old Camelot and have a look around that's a very niche uh, 80s 90s child reference for this country but uh, yeah so that's if you want to go and see what's happened to Melwood since the Reds left and that video's there uh, right now as well and there's Oppo previews the instant match reaction is the hour after immediately after this game final word show which we've just done for the weekend at the Divock Origi show so if you want 60 minutes uh, talking about how amazing Divock Origi is check that out now but that's all streaming right now on Redmond Plus go to the RedmondTV.com two tiers there if you're a club captain you get access to all the content if you're a club legend you get all the content plus our Discord group plus free merchandise and you're entered into those amazing prize draws which are happening every single day leading up to the sign King Kenny Liverpool shirt my word breathe that's right. pure race sure that is. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll have a lie down after all that and catch me breath again thank you so much to Declan to Ross and to you guys watching at home as well you're absolutely awesome uh, and of course the podcast listeners as well you're equally as awesome you just you know don't use as many of your senses um, to uh, consume our content but that's fine uh, yeah plenty of stuff for you over on Redman Plus as well and we'll see you all very soon Ta-da. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.